Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The week was marked by some major upsets. Almost had another one last night. Hey, good morning. Welcome to Maggie and Perloff. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. The 49ers go down, the Eagles go down, and the Bills almost went down last night, Perloff. And you could argue that I don't know if they even deserve to win that game. It came down to literally an untimed down, the last play of the game, and the Bills may have gotten away with one. Just a wild, wild week six. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about the Bills almost losing. That's garbage, <laughs> Maggie. They, because they my Philadelphia like... Eagles actually lost. That's an L. This isn't Dion logic. A win <laughs> is a win. A loss is a loss. The Eagles had every chance in the world to be the only undefeated team in football for whatever that's worth. And they completely blew it. At least your Bills got a win. What are you complaining about? Well, I am complaining because the Bills, to me, through that game, and we'll talk about your Eagles and the Jets get a big win, and they go to 3-3 three and three with Aaron Rodgers. No crutches. Didn't even look like he had a cast on on the sideline throwing football. So we got all that for you. But the Bills, to me, through this game, I'm like, the Bills are the Dallas Cowboys of the AFC. There's no way that they're actually going to win. They get hyped up and hyped up. But if they keep playing like that, there's no chance they're going to be better teams. It's almost like a carbon copy of what they did week one against the Jets. The offense, everyone on the offense thought they were making the Pro Bowl off last night. They were 14-point favorites going into the game. I think they thought, we're going to pad our stats. We're going to just blow the doors off of them. In the meantime, the Giants had another plan. They played really good defense, and Tyrod Taylor as a backup quarterback was doing just enough outside of one major, major mistake at the end of the first half where they opted into a run play. They audible into a run play with only 12 seconds left, and they got stuffed. Saquon Barkley gets stuffed at the goal line, and then they couldn't run another play. So they left three points on the board there. But explain to me, so they obviously they took the Giants for granted last night. Why does that mean they're not going to be better teams? Because they lost a crappy game in London. They killed the Dolphins. No, but, okay, so they play well against the Dolphins. The Cowboys do not be better teams. So you can get up for the big game, and you can be disciplined in the big game. But a sign of a good team, I think, is when you can put away bad teams. The Giants Mm. went in. They had basically no offensive line. They're playing with the backup quarterback. They were losing guys on defense left and right. And the Bills are supposed to be the much better team, and they let the Giants hang around and hang around. Hell, the Giants were leading midway through the fourth quarter in that game. But what is more important? Are you sure the sign of a good team is putting away these uh, really uh, hurt team with a backup quarterback or is it getting up for a few weeks they play Cincinnati like that to me is a more of a litmus test well, they're, so listen, they're going to win their next two games they got t- New England and Tampa Bay they're going to be six and two going into that game like which 
Which Bills they, team is the real Bills if team? If they can learn from this, if, if you can learn something off of a win, then maybe they can be in good shape. But they lost to the Jets in week one, as I mentioned, with Aaron Rodgers getting hurt and Zach Wilson coming in. They never changed up the game plan, and they lost. Then they had a bit of a wake-up call, and it lasted for, I don't know, about three weeks. And then they went back to playing the kind of hero ball that's going to get them in trouble where Josh Allen feels like he has to do everything. They do not run the ball. They... You know, listen, it seems like I'm over complaining after a win, but if you are a Bills fan, that should have that that game is just so familiar when they play down to the competition. Yeah, but it, the the big concern is they should be looking at the Chiefs and I don't care about that game. Honestly, it, it was just a garbage game. Can't you yeah. can't, don't you think that they were overlooking this team? Everyone had them in their suicide pool. They just weren't up for the game. Yeah. Here's my question. Can they run the ball and can anybody except Josh Allen step up here? I they have to be able to run the ball if they're going to yeah, win. That's the problem. What? That they can't. No, of course not. Yeah. And the thing is, is Allen doesn't want to run in that punishing style mm. until he absolutely has to. Which is all game, every game now. <laughs> Last night, you saw him get a crucial first down on the on the second touchdown drive they had using his legs. But they don't want him taking the unnecessary hits, which I get. So he has to save all the Superman stuff until the end. It was a nightmare watching that game. I don't want to make you feel any worse. But yeah, go ahead. I'll tell you who I have questions about. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ken Dorsey. Uh, you Their think? offensive coordinator. Because there's never any easy offense. There's never any Sean McVay or Kyle Shanahan plays that are drawn up that is just like Josh Allen has an easy pass to anyone. He's always got to fire it into some tight window to Stephon Diggs. Uh, it's tough. I mean, they didn't score until the first play of the fourth quarter. I mean, interception, missed field goal, punt, punt, fumble, punt, just awful. And I think at one point, I'd like to think. At one point, the head coach of the Bills, Sean McDermott, actually got on a headset and told Ken Dorsey, if you don't start running the ball, I'm going to fire you at halftime. I want to think <laughs> that that conversation happened. It makes me feel better to think that. Okay, let, let me ask you, which of the three, I mean, there's two losses and one near loss here. Which team comes away from Sunday most worried? The Eagles, the Niners, who lost to the Browns, yeah. or the Bills, who, you know, yeah, they won, barely. at least they won, barely won. Barely. It's a win, though. No, it is a win. But Listen, when, who are you, if you most can learn off of a loss. Who should be most worried by that game? If I were, I'd probably say the Bills because I'm a fan of the Bills and because I'm always a little sky is falling with that organization. And I think that the Eagles lost to what is a really good defense. The problem is, is there, you had a moment, let's flip over to the Eagles for a second, because you had a moment, Perloff, and you're a diehard Philadelphia fan, where Jalen Hurts gets the ball back with about 147 left to go and one timeout, no matter what you've done all game, if you're the franchise quarterback, like we even we saw with Josh Allen last year, the, last night, the gotta have it touchdown, the gotta have yeah. it something, and Jalen Hurts came up really small in that moment. Oh, come on. You're going to go 60 yards against a defense that knows you got to get in the end zone. All they have to do is protect the end zone. That was not an easy drive. Do you think a lot of quarterbacks are going to drive down on that Jets defense and score a touchdown in that spot? Heck no. They are very good, but Jalen Hurts is like MVP candidate level. Like, this is a Philadelphia Eagles team that was one play away from the Super Bowl last year. That's winning not the Super Bowl. They lost. They, they, lost, they were at 14-3 on Zach Wilson. That's, like, equivalent to 35 nothing on any other quarterback. They couldn't no, close them out. Yeah, Jake Elliott, the second-best kicker in the league, missed a chippy. And then Jalen Hurts, I don't know why he threw that interception at the end. He threw three interceptions on the game. Two were 100% not his fault. One was really a fumble. I think the scores, you know, Dallas Goddard had it, made a football move, and then popped it out. 
So Hurts had a great game overall. He was amazing. They just could not get him down. Scrambled everywhere, kept every play alive. But that last drive, at that point, the Eagles sort of were a mess. I, I think the big worry is how good are they without Lane Johnson? His backup Driscoll, one of the picks was because Driscoll let somebody go right by him. I, I think the Eagles have health problems, but as far as like learning anything from that game, they they were due a loss. They, all these teams, the Bills were due a loss. The Niners were due a loss. Sometimes you need to coach off after a loss. I think this is a necessary wake-up call for the Eagles who have a gauntlet of a schedule coming up. I, I'm not panicked at all. Sometimes great teams throw away a game. This is where you and I kind of differ. I'm not as concerned about how they play against bad competition. I want to see them against a good competition. Yeah, I see. I, I think that's dangerous because you're going to get everybody's best effort when you are the 49ers, when you're the Eagles, when you're the Bills. You are getting the other team's best effort because those are the three three of the teams that are going to be in the mix, you'd think. It, definitely for the playoffs and also for the Super Bowl. Can we hear a little sound, please? Uh, let's go to... Jalen Hurts, Pete. Can we talk? Can we get um can we get cut number four? Jalen Hurts saying they made too many mistakes to win this game. They gave it away. You have so many missed opportunities and really so many um so many mistakes as if you kind of giving it away, you know, and look at the last loss we've had in the regular season. Um well I've had in the regular season against Washington um last year and just look at the turnovers. You know, you, you turn the ball over four times. You shouldn't expect to win. That was it. Three interceptions yeah. by Hertz. And, of course, you got the fumble by DeAndre Swift. I mean, that's uh, the reason why. And this huge drop by Devontae Smith, who never drops it. Never, ever drops it. And, as far as the turnovers, I mean, yeah. that was the story. That was the difference. Yeah, and the the like I said, the first pick was Dallas got her caught the ball, turned to his left, and some guy poked it out of his hand. Like, he is playing really soft. The whole team is playing soft. So I think this is... This is what they needed. I know that sounds so weird, but this is exactly the kind of loss that maybe it's like smelling salts to this team, who everyone has said has looked sluggish, right? You've heard that narrative. So for the Eagles... Their red zone has been not what we saw last year, which was basically the Eagles were somewhat automatic when they would get into the red zone last year, scoring touchdowns on like 67% of their drives or whatever last season. This, This year it's been woefully bad. What's the percentage of Jalen Hurts running those in that 67%? Like 50% of Jalen Hurts touchdowns, right? And he just is not as excited to run the ball anymore now that he's gotten paid. But that's a side point. Uh, I am not... See, I think the Eagles... I would say the team that I'm most worried about of the three teams that we mentioned is the Bills. Because the Bills showed all their flaws. The Eagles, really, if they're healthy, they kill those Jets. Everyone knows that. If they're healthy, they're going to compete with everybody. That loss, as Jalen Hurts said, like they had every opportunity to win that. They just threw it away as if they weren't trying. The Bills, I feel like you, you don't saw think some that's real a problem. I mean No, because <laughs> Okay. No, it I, looks I, like they weren't trying, but I'm not worried at all. Okay. Yeah, I mean, listen, that happens to good teams. It happened to your Bills in week one against the Jets. It happened to the Chiefs against the Lions in week one. Sometimes great teams just sort of have a dud during the regular season. No one's going 17-0. Only one team ever has gone 16 no, Two no, have gone 16 0 You're going to lose some games. You are going to lose some games. I think everyone understands that. It's not just the, like, this is where you and I differ. I think you can look at how you lost the game. Right. So, and, Or how you won the game right. and can be critical off of that. Like, if Definitely. I'm the Eagles, I'm not feeling great about the fact that I had my all-pro quarterback with the game, basically, like, you had the shot. And I know the Jets' defense is really, really good. But 
in terms of like gotta have it plays, you had Jalen Hurts with the one timeout under two minutes. I don't think it's unreasonable to think he's gonna move the team down the field to score there. The thing about the the Bills, I think you can be critical off of a win is you're right, this is not the first time we've seen them play a really bad game. They played a terrible game against the Jets. You say, all right, it's opening night. They got all weird because Rodgers went out. They never adjusted the game plan. This is was a carbon copy. You saw a second time yeah. when they totally had a terrible game plan for the opponent. Yeah, and my problem with the Bills is they're 100%, 100% relying on Josh Allen yes. scrambling. Without that, what what is their offense without that ability? Nothing. I mean, they need they need it to be able to be more multiple than what they've shown. Right, so the Eagles, how many times has Jalen Hurts thrown that pick he did at the end in his career? Not much. Not much, zero. That's yeah. the first time he's ever thrown a pick. It's like, So how can you be worried about that when it's never happened before? I think it's a one-time. How many times has Jake Elliott missed a 37-yarder in the <laughs> fourth quarter? Yeah, guys missed a field goals yesterday. Yeah, Big never. Time. 49ers I, know that better than anybody yeah, with just, Jake it, Moody. I mean, you can't, everyone's going to be like, the sky is falling. Listen, the sky it will, might be falling next week against Miami when they put on 42 on this defense. I, I just think that sometimes you give away games, and I know that sounds pretty weak, but I'm not, I'm not worried at all about what I saw. The only worry is health. These teams have to stay healthy. The Bills, my worries are a little deeper because I don't understand their offense. It just looks so difficult to move the football. Yeah. EJ, you seem like you want to say something. Jets fan here, get yours in. I mean, I'm excited for the Jets getting the win. I don't know how great to feel about it because, as P just told me, they only scored one touchdown and the Eagles essentially gave them that touchdown. <laughs> yeah. So but they did I, give them the touchdown. Yeah. Like they let her, they literally let the Jets score at the end. And it was funny because people were getting on the Jets. Like, how do you not run oh, the yeah. clock? I'm like, have you watched the Jets' offense? Do you think they're in any way sophisticated enough to like com- do this complicated maneuver where they bleed the clock out from like the four-yard line? There's no chance they could pull that off. No chance at all. But I, I am a little worried about the Eagles. Like I, I, I've been a Jalen Hurts guy, and I've been kind of an Eagles guy for the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. And they do not look like the team I thought that really kind of dominated the NFL for much of last season. And that would be my concern. Not necessarily with the three slash, you know, three interceptions, two of them being a little fluky. Just there isn't the smoothness with how they're able to just dominate. And, and maybe it is to Hurts not running more, but then that's a problem because the thing you can just turn the, the, the switch on and off when mm. you have other strong NFC teams. The Lions are coming, the 49ers are the 49ers. I don't think you can play football that way. We can just turn it off. During the regular season, against teams you're not, you don't care about. I think and you have to in this. You can't run your quarterback. I mean, the same problem with the Bills. You just can't run your quarterback like he's 23 all the time. At some point, the quarterback has to stop running the ball, right. or they're not going to survive. Right, but there's got to be. A, I think there's a focus level that the Eagles just haven't played with offensively. Yeah. beyond that, that just is is a little worrisome because because again, you're going to have to get in rhythm in the right time, and and maybe they will. But, like, this is now a third of the season where we're still saying, hey, how come the Eagles offense hasn't really turned it up the way we expect? But do you think, you watch the game, do you think Jalen Hurts looked good yesterday, except for the last pick? I thought he was thought doing he was all, way too I, much I thought, okay. yesterday. I thought he looked great. I mean, he he put, he put was putting balls on guys' hands all the time. He was escaping every sack. There was huge drops. Kenneth Gainwell dropped the first down, and Devontae dropped it. I thought he, you know, gets a really good defense. He sort of had them in the palm of his hand. It felt like he was kind of doing whatever he wanted. I think maybe you could say that in the first half. I don't think you could say that in the second half. I think but in the second he, half, it, the Jets defense seemed to really bother him a little bit. He definitely was able to evade sacks, which was frustrating as a Jets fan that they couldn't get him on the ground. But I, I think that the whole offense was frustrated by the way the Jets. I don't know if they adjusted I, things. I, but. I think they thought they had the game won and started 
calling it really conservatively, which pay, played right into the Jets' hand. But, I mean, he had 280 yards against the Jets. It's pretty good. It's not uh, bad. Peter King, Football Morning in America, um, writing about the Jets and the Eagles yesterday, he thought that Jalen Hurts looked broken at the end. Like, the Jalen Hurts, this was uncharacteristic of Hurts, who is normally, like, super engaged, super everything, that he was, like, staring off into space before that final drive, and that basically that a good team... He said, it looks like the Jets, by the end of the game, just beat this very good team down. That yeah. was Peter King's analysis. So the the guy who filled in for Lane Johnson was a revolving door. There was so much. Every mistake Jalen Hurts made, he was under 100% pressure. That last drive, you were ripping him for not completing it. There wasn't a, there wasn't a second back there. He was Incomplete, rushed. incomplete, two-yard incomplete, completion, yeah. incomplete. Ball game over. The first incomplete, like the guy was about to, pummel him so he threw it a foot over he threw it a little high and it hit AJ Brown in the hands I don't know I the, to me that problem was the pass rush at the end not not Jalen Hurts I, I thought Jalen Hurts looked amazing as Mark Sanchez said is like he what did they call him Russell Wilson he called him a slippery salmon at oh, some no, point no, he said he was like a, a um, strong a, salmon, a with salmon Vaseline. covered in Vaseline yeah I mean <laughs> is that a saying no Sanchez any, is yeah, odd what? <laughs> I, I just think that Jalen Hurts to me I know he threw those picks if he didn't have those picks on his resume and they'd won that game I mean, if they had won that game, would we be saying, oh, Jalen Hurts looked really bad last night? No. Well, yes, if he didn't throw the picks and they won the game, of course we'd be telling you he looked good, but he did throw those picks and they lost. If Jake Elliott hits that field goal and they just <laughs> run the ball, we're not concerned about Jalen Hurts. So I think the the win-loss aspect of it, yeah, that one pick, if he had not thrown that, then he'd be like, oh, that was a that was a gutsy effort by Jalen Hurts. But if we're going to talk about injuries and Lane Johnson going on, I mean, he went up against the Jets – Backup corners. One guy who came off yeah. the practice, practice squad and was making defensive plays. I mean, I, I, I thought that when I saw we were no sauce, no G.J. Reed, that we were going to see, you know, Jalen Hurts put up, you know, 334 touchdowns. The Jets pass rush got after him. But, uh, I mean, you got A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and you couldn't do more against, you know, Bryce Hall, who was essentially almost cut in training camp. Yeah, they, they did that thing. They were playing like they had a lead the whole time. They were just like... Let's just run out the clock. Zach Wilson can't score on us, which well, is a right logic, which, which is not is bad sound, logic. I mean, listen, today is not a day to dump on Zach Wilson because the Jets got to win, but it kind of is because <laughs> he, listen, the Jets got to win and EJ and every diehard Jets fan will tell you the defense obviously was the reason. I mean, Wilson is still, is, is still not capable. It's crazy. I mean, I, I literally tweeted before the interception. I said the Jets only chance to win this game is if the defense Gets a turnover and maybe even scores. Like I didn't even know if <laughs> yeah. they got the ball yeah. back that they'd be able to execute a field goal correctly or that they definitely were able to get the ball in the end zone. And in fact, again, the only way they scored was the Eagles letting them score. I mean, they're they're Literally. just they're they're just their their ceiling is so obviously capped with Zach Wilson. Yeah, which it's, is why that Jalen hurts and that's it. That's why that Jalen hurts pick was so bad because the Jets had nothing on offense, but the Eagles did outgain them by over a hundred yards. Like they dominated the game. It's just some of this happens. You've seen it happen to your team a thousand times. And, I, and I'm not happy about it, and I'm not writing it off, and I'm not making excuses for them. <laughs> I'm saying that my team does this, and I think that they deserve to be criticized. I think they're bad. Now, listen, my team hasn't made it to the Super Bowl. Yours has. Maybe you have a little more uh, belief, but But still. Man, I, honestly, for your team, mailing in a game against the Giants is not your concern. Your concern is what happens in the divisional round when we get the Kansas City Chiefs. Because it's happening, Maggie. I'm sorry. As negative as you are against the Bills, they're going to storm through this AFC East. Uh, 
855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, lots to get to. We never even got to the 49ers, who also were on the wrong end of an upset yesterday in Cleveland. The reason that they should be feeling nervous. We've got that for you in just moments. Just getting started here. Lots of football to get to today. It is Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Man, heated discussion in the break. Maggie and I arguing about whether the Raiders are actually a playoff team at three and three. <laughs> you have this giant pool of three and three teams in yeah. the NFL right now, and nobody seems to know what to make of any of them. The Raiders, of course, beat the Patriots. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Man, heated discussion in the break. Maggie and I arguing about whether the Raiders are actually a playoff team at three and three. <laughs> you have this giant pool of three and three teams in yeah. the NFL right now, and nobody seems to know what to make of any of them. The Raiders, of course, beat the Patriots. I can't wait. If the Raiders were good, they have the Bears next week, and who knows, they'll be playing quarterback for the Bears. Raiders are four and three. Let's start that wagon. Let's go. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come uh, on. The three and three teams in the AFC right now Indianapolis, Houston, the Jets, the Raiders, Cincinnati Bengals. Those are the just the three and three teams. Those are all the teams that if the playoffs started today would not be in. So you got some definitely some interesting teams in that bunch. Most notably Cincinnati, who won a very interesting game yesterday. Perloff and I were going head to head in that game uh, against the Seattle Seahawks. You know, you throw out the record books when the Bengals and the yeah. Seahawks get together, but that ended up being a really um, physical and a game, a physical game, and also a game where. I mean, Geno Smith really left some throws on the field. He was under duress, it felt like, all game. Yeah, I mean, he's got to get rid of the ball because a couple sacks just completely killed yep. their chances of winning. I, I told you this after the game. I thought the Seahawks should have won the game. But Bengals still 3-3, three and three, and Joe Burrow looks great. Can we? I mean, physically. Like, he's back. Yes, he's and all you, the way back. I'm shocked. And, of course, you broke a cardinal rule, the Maggie and Perloff show, and I was laughing at you afterwards. I was thinking, why would Maggie bet against Joe Burrow? Why would you do it? Why do you do it? <laughs> I keep doing it. It's one of the ten commandments on this show. There's actually two commandments on this show. Thou shalt not bet against Joe Burrow. Thou shalt not bet it uh, on, on the, the Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons, Falcons. Or just there. anywhere near the Falcons uh, who could be making a change at quarterback. We were talking about some big upsets from yesterday. Perloff's Eagles get upset by EJ's Jets, but also my Bills nearly got upset by the Giants, and it took until literally the last play of the game and untimed down, and the Bills escape with a win against the Giants, but the San Francisco 49ers, another team that was upset yesterday. Brock Purdy no longer has the unbeaten streak yep. on uh, regular season games. They go on the road to face a ferocious Cleveland Browns defense, and Here's where I think the 49er fan might be a little mm -hmm. concerned. If Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel are injured for any significant amount of time, and they both were hurt yesterday, this offense starts to look very pedestrian. Brandon Ayuk is great. He has a connection with Brock Purdy, no doubt. They can run the ball, but it does not have that same, like, wow, this team is going to beat me from anywhere because Kittle had to spend a lot of yesterday blocking, quite frankly, and was not the offensive weapon that he was a week ago. So everyone is saying this about the Niners, but let me ask you a question. Before the rain started coming down, was there any concern about the Niners' offense at all? Yes. No, oh, my God. They, so the first drive, the they just— were great. The first drive, they just came down, stormed down. Okay, but that, those, that's the scripted plays. Then, Kyle Shanahan is amazing at those. Then I think it was a third drive, stormed down the field. Purdy to Ayuk, Purdy to whoever that small guy who is backing up Debo. And then the rain starts coming down. Purdy's unstoppable. He's totally on fire. Goes to pass the ball. 
pouring rain just drops out of his hand. Yeah. Three, uh, and that was a function of the rain. If it was dry out, Purdy would have been fine. Okay. And they don't need McCaffrey to run the ball. There's nine guys who come in and run the ball. So Debo is big. They, they really missed him yesterday. But they can play without Christian McCaffrey. Anybody can come. I, I've never heard of the guy who came in and ran in the touchdown. Mason, whatever, yeah. yeah. So, honestly, I think that was 100% a function of the rain. I know that that sounds like a total excuse. Absolutely. But it was pouring. Purdy could not hold. Small little Purdy could not hold that ball in the rain. And you saw it on so many different plays where it came wobbly out of his hand, which it never does. I mean, you just look at, okay, you want to blame the rain, that's fine. But the idea that San Francisco, if they don't have home field, could encounter some weather. They might encounter weather even if they do have home field in the playoffs. But, yes, they go down, they march down and get the field goal. Uh, excuse me, get the touchdown. Missed field goal, punt, field goal, That missed punt. field goal, yeah. Interception, punt, punt, punt. Those punts they get the are, touchdown, punt, yeah. miss field goal. I mean, this was not a banner day here for the 49ers. He could not throw the ball. He, the ball was sopping okay, wet. P.J. Walker was able no, to make P.J. Walker missed so many passes, too. I mean, I think that's I mainly... Thought he, a, I thought he actually played pretty well. He didn't turn the ball over. He, yeah, but he was completely inaccurate. If he was actually I'm sorry, accurate, he did have two, two uh, interceptions, but they was, were brutal. If he was accurate, they would have scored 30 points. Both quarterbacks could not really grip the football. So I, I'm not reading anything into that game. Of course, I, I picked the total on that game. and I You had the mad. over, right? Yeah, it was actually. So here's the question about our bets. Yes. The it was over, 36 and a half. Right. So the final total was 36. Yes, I bet on draft. No, no, no. The total, like right before the game, they moved it down to 36. Actually, not right before the game. On Friday, they moved it down to 36. So yeah. do I get a push? No, because the bet is made at the time that you say your pick. That's when you lock in the number. Okay. Listen, I went one and two this week. I was terrible betting this week. You went two and one. You realize you make this rule that could come back to burn you. I've always thought this was the rule. I, I've I've been operating like this is the rule. It has been. Yes. Thank wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it has been... Pete, you've been with the show for two weeks. Oh, it has been in general. Yeah, it's always the the moment you make the bet. That's, but what if there's that's a, when you so we it do it Friday? Yes. Okay. All right. Fine. I've always done it this way. Karma is tough, Maggie. You uh, will see. What do I care? I've been. I cannot win a bet. Uh, Andrew Bogus is here with some headlines for us. Hey, Bogus. Good morning, everybody. Those headlines are sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. Don't be a freaking weirdo. Maggie, it must be nice to play that badly and have a national radio host say this morning that you played amazingly. Uh, the Jets didn't have <laughs> Sauce Gardner or D.J. Reed, and Jalen Hurd still threw a career-high tying three picks to coming in the fourth quarter, the last one leading to the losing touchdown. But thank goodness they have head coach Nick Sirianni. Like anything, we're going to go back and and we're going to look at uh, why the turnovers happen and do our best to, to eliminate them. Oh, so they're going to fix them. Lesser coaches would have told their teams to keep being minus four in turnover margin. The Eagles' perfect season ending with a 2014 stunner at the Jets. This is their first win in 13 tries against Philly. Wait, As, Bogus, who's your team? Are you a Jets fan? Oh, no, I'm a Giants fan, so things are going oh. really well for me. Okay. Yeah. Deserved to win that game last night, but they were not going to give you two. They gave you the pass interference, defensive holding, whatever, and put you on the one-yard line. You were not getting a second one of those. Yeah, no, touchdowns like earlier in the game would have been far more helpful. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, the Niners, as you were just discussing, laying their own dud and taking their first loss of the season as well. 19-17 in Cleveland when rookie kicker Jake Moody Missed a 41-yard field goal with six seconds left. And, yes, Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel left that one 
with injuries. Then there are those Bills flirting with an ugly loss, but they survived the Giants 14-9 on Sunday Night Football. Those 14 Buffalo points didn't come until the fourth quarter. The game ending with a Tyrod Taylor incompletion on an untimed down from the Bills' one-yard line. Some teams did win impressively yesterday, like the Lions. There's the shotgun snap. Goff back, looking, looking, throwing deep downfield. Watch Jamison inside the 10. Jamison makes the catch. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, number nine. Dan Miller, (laughs) Lions Radio. Jared Goff throwing for 353 yards and two scores in a 26 victory in Tampa. That's four in a row now for Dan Campbell's team. The head coach most impressed by allowing just those six points on the road. Listen, I can't say enough about uh, our defensive performance today. And really, you know, really for... For five games this year, to be honest with you. The Lions did lose running back David Montgomery to a rib injury in the second quarter. Jimmy Garoppolo hurt his back, missed the second half of the Raiders' 21-17 home win over the Patriots. Did he go to the hospital, did they say? I saw a report that he had left in an ambulance. Yeah. Yeah, but I never got confirmation of that. Not necessarily mean that the, like, the lights were on, they were rushing him to the hospital, but right, that right. he was went to the hospital for testing. I thought that was a little strange considering he walked off the field, but anyway. Right. Uh, and the and Justin Fields dealing with a reported right thumb issue, got hurt in the Bears' 19-13 home loss to the Vikings. The Texas Rangers still perfect this postseason, 6-0 after starting the LCS with a 2-0 victory in Houston. Jordan Montgomery allowed five hits and a walk, struck out six over six and a third. I mean, if it doesn't raise your game in the playoffs, I don't think you're in doing it right. Um Obviously, I'm super excited to take the ball tonight. And um, anytime I can give my chance, team a chance to win, I'm going to do my best. A quick philosophical question about baseball. Yeah. Uh, you know the the philosophy question, if a tree falls in the wood, will anyone hear it? Yeah. If the Rangers play the Diamondbacks in the World Series, will anyone see it? Oh. <laughs> I will, because we wouldn't involve the Phillies. <laughs> so sign me up for that. Do you think, uh, yeah, do you think a, like, Virginia Tech Thursday night football game would outrate any Aww. game of the World Series? I mean, it might, no matter what. <laughs> Whether well, it's like, I think you know, need the Astros, and it'd be better for the Phillies. But yeah, ratings, schmatings. I mean, it is funny. The Rangers and the Diamondbacks is not a lot of MLB history and lore in that matchup. No, definitely not. I just like to see now I have to be rooting against Verlander. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the, although it's not his fault that the team that the Mets traded him away, and it's not all about the Mets. But I need the. I think a lot of people need the Astros to root against. The They're Rangers like are more neutral. Villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, for a Mets fan, I'm more worried about rooting for against Scherzer than Verlander. I mean, oh, I'm looking forward to both. Yeah, it's just <laughs> the problem is they're playing each other now. I yeah. mean, and then what I can't happen have happen is then the Phillies get in the mix, and it's like, all right, now I got to root for Scherzer to beat the Phillies. Like this is a nightmare. Yeah. Talk about philosophical quandary. I yeah. mean, that's the real one. And Scherzer really should have the biggest target. Verlander kind of didn't do anything wrong. I thought Scherzer, they should have kept him. Yeah, Scherzer sucked. Yeah, and uh-huh. then ran his mouth when he left. Like nobody needs him to pitch well. I know this because Maggie was complaining about Scherzer consistently all season long. Of course I was. I mean, I got eyes, don't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. your hunch was, I don't like this dude. <laughs> well, he threw a no-hitter against the Mets in the Mets stadium. That's weird when then the person then joins your team. It's like, I 
rooted against you so strongly. That's the last time he pitched well at City Field. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Uh, game two of that series is 437 Eastern today. Then Arizona begins that NLCS at 8 Eastern. Washington's up to number five in the AP College Football Poll for taking Saturday's thriller from Oregon. It's the Huskies' best ranking in six years. No sweep. How about in- that game? Sorry, Bogus, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That game, game of the game of the year. Right? So far, yeah. That I was know. amazing. So far, Prof's like, eh. <laughs> I mean, it was a good game. Honestly, I, I came a little bit, you know, Washington Oregon, they should both be aspiring to get a title. Yeah. Did you see, the? did those two defenses look like they could handle <laughs> a Final Four? They looked like a no. Big 12 game. No, but this was more, this was like a quarterback showcase. Yeah, but I think quarterback helped because once a guy caught a ball, nobody could tackle him on either side. <laughs> yeah, it was a little surprising. I'm sorry, go ahead. It's okay. I was also laughing all day yesterday coming off that game, which I did enjoy, Oregon-Washington, and then Fox telling me that Ohio State-Penn State yeah. next weekend is the most anticipated game of the season. Yeah. Oregon-Washington wasn't even the day dead yet, and we're already <laughs> moving on to well, this I mean, I think, now. Honestly, I think Oregon-USC, I mean, Oregon-Colorado and USC-Colorado are the most anticipated games anyway. I, I mean, that's fine. It's yeah. not Ohio State-Penn yeah. State. I didn't even know that game was next weekend until the program was running, telling me it was <laughs> the most anticipated game of the season. You know the Final Four committee. The winner of that game might as well pack their bags. They're yeah. going to the Final Four. Yeah. They love the Big Ten. Uh, the Liberty took down the Aces yesterday, 87-73, forcing a Game 4 of the WMA Finals Wednesday night here in New York. John Quill Jones, 27 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, and 3 blocks yesterday. Hockey last night, Ottawa down Tampa Bay, 5-2. Brady Kachuk with his second two-goal game in as many nights. And apparently the IOC just approved flag football for the 2028 Olympics what? in L.A. For kids or for everybody? I mean, I think <laughs> only kids. adults play the Olympics. <laughs> Is oh. that a kids' Olympics? <laughs> yeah. yeah, global guts back in the 90s. On oh, Olympics. I did love guts. I don't know. I see all these NFL commercials for flag football. I don't see any adults running around with flags. No, but Tyreek Hill last week was basically making a team in anticipation yeah. of this. He wants to go win a gold medal. Oh, I love it. That's yeah. great. Okay. Wait, but this is, is this just another one, another, like, Olympic sport that's sort of designed so that the U.S. can get more gold, so gold medals. I do think when you're hosting, you're allowed to present certain sports that like mm. are from your area that right. can fit, are only like temporary additions. My guess is this is one of them. I think <laughs> lacrosse is getting in for the first time too. I don't know if any of them are actually uh, permanent. I mean, lacrosse. Well, you know, breakdancing next year, 2024. If you guys watch any stories on that, that's happening and that's spectacular. I mean, at least breakdancing, you would think the whole world yeah. like has a shot. I yeah, know- I feel like Germany's going to be weirdly good at breakdancing. <laughs> Germany of all It's going to be a lot of robot moves, but Germany, <laughs> I, watch that, Maggie. <laughs> I was not thinking about Germany would be really good at this, but sure. I just, I don't like when we do these sports just to try to, you know, goose our medal count here from the U.S. But I kind of feel like the U.S. in terms of football, like I feel like other, the, the rest of the world probably has a better chance at competing against us in flag football than real football. Definitely. Well, definitely. Like, you know? But it's going to take them a couple cycles to even sort of get yeah. it in their DNA and like, that's well, pretty I, deep analysis have... there, EJ. <laughs> no, think about it. Like, we, like, the other countries probably don't have, like, you know, the, the beef up front to really <laughs> yeah. battle in the trenches. So, but, Oh, you think? No, but I mean, <laughs> we've seen, like, England and, and the Germany. We see how the soccer athletes they have. Like, I feel like flag football, like, they'll have guys that can run. Yeah. Jamaica could probably be pretty good. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, it, like, in some ways, like, this is probably evening the, evening the field a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we never totally. play actual football, but the guys that keep coming here in, like, the NFL's international program are always linemen. We're not sending German quarterbacks here. It's always a guy who's true. a blocker. Well, kickers and, and punters. Yeah, kickers are mm-hmm. awesome. Australian punters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely a lot of kickers. 
So if it comes out of a field goal contest, we might lose the gold. Are there field goals in flag football? <laughs> I, don't I don't even know. know. Are there? No. No, no, of definitely course. not. I've never seen anyone over 12 play flag football, I so I don't know how this is going <laughs> to work. Honestly, let's make it kids. Like, I, is that is that wrong? To yeah, put that? Nick, Nickelodeon can present this particular event at the Olympics. Yeah. Be honest, a little slime you have, time. You have a SpongeBob uh, yeah. you know, presentation of it and everything. <laughs> oh, man, my four-year-old just got into SpongeBob. Thankfully, uh, finally, a cartoon oh, a show we can, can watch, watch together. Oh. I only had to wait four years. Is that <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, but it then then it fades into things you don't want to watch, like their first like live action shows, like Bunked and oh, you know, those are those are tough sometimes. Yeah, yeah, with the like Disney real shows. humans, the oh, Disney oh, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm They're sure like it's as bad as Stayed yeah. by the Bell and Step by Step, but just corny. No, you ho- exactly. hoping to get to those ones, but you got to kill a lot of time before that. <laughs> oh no, yeah. I'm a huge Octonauts fan. That being that said, I don't know. That show is amazing. Octonauts is. Particularly for it, so adults can learn something about uh, aquatic life. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I watched the show by myself. Oh, me too. Kids, yeah. Wait till you get. <laughs> I mean, the, I would say the, the powerhouse of those shows is Paw Patrol, and the fact mm. that the science of Paw Patrol, a guy is going down a mountain at 100 miles per hour, and somehow they have two and a half hours to save. <laughs> <laughs> Paw Patrol might be one of the worst shows ever made. Oh, you've already done Paw Patrol. We've already done. My kid doesn't like it. Thank God. I'm like, finally, my, my kid actually has some taste. Paw Patrol sucks. <laughs> it definitely influenced by his mother. <laughs> Double, come on, Paw Patrol. Yeah, it's like, oh, we got all these things going wrong. Let's call some dogs. And they, they're not it even. It always works, doesn't it, Maggie? I mean, the listen, dogs. the mayor's best friend is a chicken. What do you expect? I know, and the other mayor is just like a. Oh, the like, bad guy from Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure if it was that or Trump. I wasn't sure what they were trying to do. But Paw Patrol, yeah, it's just, blah. I can't do it. Um, Adventure Bay? Very cynical. Boo. Adventure Bay has it going on. <laughs> oh, man. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. I see on the call screener, Jay wants to talk about my vocabulary. That's going to have to wait until after the break. Yeah. Did yes. I say something wrong? He also said, how did Colorado lose? And I tell you right now, none of us can answer that question. Because <laughs> <laughs> none of us were awake. 855-212-4CBS. Get to your phone calls. Take a run at my vocabulary next. Thank you, Andrew Bogish. We're back in a moment, CBS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Radio. You can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. I want to apologize in advance, by the way. To all the Jets fans on my Twitter timeline who are upset that I am not acting like the three and three Jets just won the Super Bowl because they got lucky to beat the Eagles last night. Let them have their moment. They beat the Eagles. You guys were undefeated. The Jets improbable upset. Can't you just that's, let the Jets fans have something nice? See, for that's once? insulting the Jets. This is not their. This is a team with aspirations. But this is not their moment. They're a good team. Let's get to the phones. Mike is in Boise, is a Jets fan who's upset with Perloff. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, I've been listening to the radio station for a long time here in Boise. Uh, I think everybody at the studio does an incredible job. Back when it was uh, Maggie and Moose, Taz and Moose, the A show. Don't feel like there's been too much of a drop-off as far as the change goes, so kudos to everybody there. Uh, but yeah, no, I, uh, I do have a bit of a problem with, uh, with Perloff. It feels like every, 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 every time they've, uh, I think the last three weeks, uh, since you guys took over, it started off with the Chiefs game. Feels like there was, a a little bit of an issue where, uh, didn't, didn't, didn't see the game as close as, uh, everybody else thought it was, thought it should have been a blowout as far as your perspective. And then uh, I think the following week, the Chiefs played the Broncos, and you're like, ah, oh, the Broncos kept it close. It was a pretty good game. Not nearly as close as the Jets game, I feel. And then uh, this, I, as as I anticipated, I definitely, uh, <laughs> I definitely thought uh, you would kind of discredit the win that the Jets hmm. got, and it kind of feels that way a little Not bit. Not giving the Jets so, their flowers. That that's certainly how it feels, Maggie. And uh, well, Mike, listen. I, I, I got no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up. I just got one more question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna hang up and I'll listen. So, uh, Perloff, I'm just wondering, do you fall asleep with the clown makeup on, or do you get up early in the morning and put it on? Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna hang up. Yeah, and Mike, I want to hear the answer. Thank you very much. You made the point. <laughs> Mike should just ask his mom. Oh. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Take the guy out of Philly. You're not taking the Philly out of the. By the way, that, that, that Broncos game was uh, that wasn't that. It was 19 to eight. That wasn't that big of a blowout. The Broncos Chiefs. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly what he's saying. That I discredit. Uh, no, the fact that yeah. you you credited the um, Broncos for keeping it close with the Chiefs, but you never credited the Jets for keeping it close with the Chiefs. I think is what he's saying. Oh, well, yeah, I would give them credit for that. That's a, an accomplishment, I guess. I don't know. Uh, by the way, I'm happy to wear a clown makeup. Like, what was I wrong about? Does, is this Jets win? Like, what does this mean? You're a Jets fan, EJ. Like, does this, 
is this indicative of the Jets are about to go on a roll? No. I mean, they're a flawed team. Zach Wilson got sacked all the time last night. And even if Aaron Rodgers is in there with that offensive line, is that going to work? Like, where are they going? I mean, I think I enjoy the personal bragging rights I have that I can now talk to you and talk to our boss, Spike, and say, hey, how about them Jets? I think beyond that, it's hard for me to really <laughs> very figure short-lived. out what this really means. I mean, the fact that they won without their two best corners, two guys that are Pro Bowl caliber, was very encouraging. But to me, I watch these games, whether it be the Chiefs game, whether it be this game, and think, wow, if like they had Aaron Rodgers healthy, yeah. those aspirations, like you mentioned, would be Super Bowl potentially. Like, like that was actually a real thing, I realized. But, you know— we do things half-assed, so we yeah. don't go and get a real offensive line. Yeah. We don't, you know, instead of paying for offensive line, we're paying Alan Lazard, who's getting 15-yard penalties for crackback blocks that they outlawed 10 years ago, it feels like. <laughs> you know, it's like, this is kind of how this team yeah. works. They work backwards. It's so true. I was thinking this watching that game. Two things. Wow, like, what would the Jets be with Rodgers? That would have been an unbelievable team. And also, wow, there's no way Rodgers would have stayed healthy throughout this season. I don't know if it would have been a torn Achilles, but it was only going to be a matter of time before he got hurt because that offensive line is just not good enough. Jay is in Nashville. Good morning, Jay. Man, Perloff, as far as those Jets fans, I remember last week y'all was talking about loser energy. That's all you're dealing with right now. So don't even, <laughs> don't even like sweat that. And then on top of that, you should have told that last caller, like, look, your mom is the lovely artist that put this makeup on. And no, she takes no, it I, too, buddy. Jay, I feel terrible. I shouldn't. You have, hit him with the your mom, Jay. Jay, I shouldn't have said that. I feel bad. I'm going to feel bad all morning. I didn't. <laughs> no, you don't. no, you're not. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't feel bad, bro. As a matter of fact, y'all need to give me like an address. I can send y'all some T-shirts with mom jokes on them, so you can wear them all air. It'd be the dopest thing ever. Well, we but loved your the- your mom's my cardio. <laughs> Jay, do I you, almost bought that. Do you make those T-shirts, or you buy them somewhere? <laughs> no, I see they're all. I don't know how I get them, but they're online. I mean, there's there's <laughs> other ones. There's other ones, man. That it's like, dude, like somebody might punch you in the face if you walk down the street. Wearing, <laughs> you know what I mean? But they're a little bit too personal. But yeah. as far as um, oh yeah. The vocabulary. Yeah, what do like, I- you know how y'all you know how y'all have like shot of the day. Y'all should have like the vocabulary word of the day because I think I heard you say a philosophical quandary. That sounds like a like that sounds like a, like a freaky purple drink at a party. Or something <laughs> you know what I it's mean? half hypnotic with a little bit of hey, club soda and Hennessy. There you go. Yeah. And you put a drop of super freak in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. The purple Q. Yeah. We all know that. <laughs> there you go. Light it on there fire like a flaming mo. There you go. And um, as far as, man, I'm, I, I got to tell you, man, I fell asleep on that Colorado game. I went to sleep like, okay, everything's right in the world. And then I woke up probably like 3, 4 o'clock the next morning like, wait a minute, is this a joke? And, like, I, it's, I don't know what kind of, like, pick-me-up Stanford took at halftime or whatever. Or I don't know what kind of speech they got. But no, I Jay, mean, they, Dion said, now this might be after the fact, Jay, thank you for the call. We'll think about the vocabulary word of the day. <laughs> uh, he said he saw it happening, like that they started to get complacent. Mm. But you weren't the only person who fell asleep. Deion Sanders got the SNL treatment, spoofed by Keenan Thompson on Weekend Update. And here is Keenan Thompson as Deion Sanders. But it's not perfect. I mean, just last night, you lost to Stanford in double overtime. Wasn't that crazy? <laughs> Man, we were up 29 and nothing at the half. Yeah. So I went home and fell asleep. <laughs> I woke up this morning shocked as anyone. <laughs> but come on, man, nobody's perfect. Name one team that's undefeated. Okay, well, well there's Georgia. Right. Michigan. Mm-hmm. 
Ohio State. That's another one. Florida State. <laughs> Forgot about them. Oklahoma. Sure. Penn State. Indeed. Washington. Good team. North Carolina. Tar Heels. Air Force. And see, yeah. that's exactly my point. <laughs> Tar Heels. That's my favorite line. <laughs> so good. We've got more Dion, both real and the Keaton Thompson version coming for you. Uh, coming to you in just a little bit. Also, got a major shakeup. Speaking of college football, major, major shakeup. More reaction also from yesterday's games. Don't move. Maggie Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 